welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Justin. Heyo. Emily. Hello. And Nicole. Sup. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. At the end of every episode, I name a village idiot who must, must do the recap unaided. The following week, last week's village idiot was my darling wife, Emily. Sorry, Maxine, for uh, not taking uh, Reg the Goblin up on a a deal to uh, get some more money in that connection with the Barony of Talaria. So, uh, Emily, what happened last week? Remember, unaided. Uh, we're going to be here for a minute then, because uh, I have no idea what's go- what, what, what we did at all. Uh, we uh, went to jail for a second. Uh, Tora talked to everybody in jail. She made friends with a lot of people, especially Reg. Reg tried to be friends with me, and I said no at first because I didn't want uh, my social status is very social status is very important to Maxine, and she thinks that associating with Reg might hurt her. She says, being from the halls of indulgence. Yeah, one hundred percent. So basically, he offered to be friends, and I was like, nah. And then he found a, and then his lawyer came, and or the silver, what is it, silver mantle? Silver mantle. Silver mantle came and. We were like, I was like, oh, you can get us out of here. So then I decided to be friends with Reg and the Silver Mantle said that they, they could work with us, but they only do so for favors. Um, we have to go plant evidence. We have, well, no, we have to get, basically there's someone that's been killing these big spiders. We have to go get a big spider and we have to kill it with this specific weapon from a specific person so that it looks like this person did it. So that's what we're doing. We, I asked if we needed a big jar, and they told us that we just needed a containment unit, which is basically a jar. A magical containment field. Yes. And so we have that, and we are on the way to visit the spiders. And I think that was the last thing we did. Well, Tora talked to her tiger friend. Ah, uh, that's right. I don't remember what happened. But well, Tora talked to her pretty tiger on friend. brand with what Maxine said was happening. She thought that uh, Tora was talking to a bush. That's true. That's right, because Maxine, uh, I rolled a low thing, so it looked like she was just talking to a bush. Yes, and you had been drinking champagne. That's right. So Tora was talking to a bush and just <laughs> feeling better. Right? The tiger gave her words of encouragement? Nope, but mm. we'll, uh, we'll leave that there. <laughs> So you all have just arrived at the north side of this spider silk production and warehouse um, place. I'll give you a description of it again. Uh, if you are watching on the stream, we should have that, that this map that I am about to describe up on the stream as well. Yes. So the, uh, the building itself is 500 feet by 300 to 200 feet. It fluctuates uh, in the, the width of it. There's one big warehouse portion that goes three levels up, it looks like, and it's completely windowless. It's a featureless box, basically, standing on the, uh, on the ground, which, according to the blueprints, is where the spider silk is produced. Uh, there are three levels. It looks like there are the adult um, spider silk, we'll call them nests, 
on the northwest side, there is a hatchery. And along the north wall are four queen spider holding cells for the, uh, the, the new babies, the baby eggs to be uh, had. In the middle of this warehouse looks to be some sort of magical extraction something or other. You can't exactly tell by the diagram, but there's a lot of fancy looking magic machines that you assume uh, harvest the silk and do what needs to be done to it. Uh, up on the very northwest portion of the factory itself is uh, what looks to be a big old silo. And looking at the warehouse itself, you are on the north side of it, and you can see this silo extends five stories tall. And at the very base of this silo, you see a bunch of carts and wagons, which uh, you assume cart this silk off to wherever it needs to go. Um, at the south west portion of the the warehouse it is a smaller section but it is the room and board for the uh the warehouse workers just as a reminder there are only two points of entry uh, they are on the ground level on the north side and the south side of the, the spider housing portion of the warehouse you see some of these as rargini put it she was the dwarven silver mantle that she was talking to it, well, that has sent you on this mission. There's a lot of security here. There's lots of brute, brutish-looking mercenaries walking around. You see scouts and sentries up on the buildings nearby. Yeah, this is this is what you are greeted with when you are let out of the carriage. As she also mentioned, there are not a lot of windows here. The only places that you see windows are on the uh, in, in the middle bit of this warehouse. They're very high windows, and it's only a one it's a one story part of the building so there's no easy way to get up higher into the the warehouse itself so what would you all like to do that was a lot <laughs> yes well, i gotta i gotta describe it for you all and for our lovely lovely listeners mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well first of all let me just point out that the building codes for this are probably not up to up to par these two entrances and exits Definitely a fire hazard. Oh well, it's definitely a fire hazard. Um, you 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 understand that this is uh, it's not the safest building. It is in the eastern district of Fellows, so there there might be some some shady stuff happening right here for this building to have not been built to code. The fire the fire marshal has no idea. They put up like magical windows whenever the fire marshal has to come by, extra doors, but they uh, they don't actually go anywhere. They just see the doors. They, they hire a bunch of mimics actually, yes, to uh, climb the win the walls and be the windows and the doors and everything. Um. Well, we have a few ways we could play this. We could try to sneak in, which seems like uh, it might be an issue. Or we could try to lie our way in, and I'm very comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with that as well. Yeah, what they said. Okay, so I guess I'm going to put on my best uh, serious face, and I'm going to walk right up to the front. Okay, uh, before you do all that, roll me a constitution check, please. Okay. Saving throw or check? Check. Straight constitution. Give me that con modifier. 
15 plus okay. zero. You're, uh, you're holding your champagne down pretty well. Um, <laughs> it's not helping you, but it's not hindering you. Um, so you feel pretty confident. You've got that good okay. like buzz going on. You didn't, you didn't yeah. over drink in the carriage. Right? I got that good champagne buzz. Yeah. So, uh, all right. You walk right up. One of the, the brutes, uh, says stop right there. No entry. I stop and I'm like, of course. Hi. Uh, I'm the new investigator on this, um, case. <laughs> She forgot the name of spiders. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, they have hired me. Uh, I oh, am wait, actually the on. lead spider investigator in this entire uh, hemisphere, so I'm going to need to get in here and make sure that your spiders are being taken care of, because from what I hear, people are coming in and murdering them. Oh, hold on, hold on. Two things. Who's they? And what's a hemisphere? <laughs> Oh God, the situation's worse than I ever thought. Please move aside so I can get in. And uh, can that be a persuasion check? I'm trying to like confuse him. Well, you you definitely seem like you're confusing him. Please roll me a persuasion or a deception, either one. Um, I, they're pro- both probably insanely high yes, and they about both the same. It's gonna be a, I rolled a 19, so it's gonna be a 29. Damn. Well, he rolled a 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I don't remember anyone talking about having an investigator here, but you seem like you know what you're talking about, using them big words. It's, um, okay, hold on. Just come come with me. And he uh, gestures through a large set of double doors for you all to come through. Nice. So you all are in uh, what looks to be an antechamber. It's about... It. 50 feet by 25 feet so it's it's fairly large uh it's by no means the largest room in this building you know looking at the diagram but uh up along the the south wall you see there are a bunch of lockers and there's a waiting area and to your left as you walk in you see that there's a check-in counter and then you see another set of double doors on the south wall that leads to the the main warehouse all right so um you're going to want to talk to Maku over here, and he'll get you checked in. You'll need to give us all your your weapons, and we'll, we'll go right. You just have fun with your investigation, I guess. I'm just going to – I don't do this, so I'm just going <laughs> to leave. Thank you for your service. Thank, thank you, investigator lady. Okay. I go out to the front desk. All right. There is a deep elf – uh, standing there and says, and who are you all? Who, how can I help you? Hi, I am uh, Maxine. I'm actually here with the uh, the Spider Humane Association. Uh, from what I understand, you guys are having a lot of spider deaths, and we are actually here to investigate that. I'm going to stop you right there. Hold on. And um, he flips through a tome, and he says, we don't have any Anyone from the Spider Humane Association scheduled to come today? Who sent you? I'm sorry, are you telling me you've never heard of the SHA? Oh, I've n- I know of the SHA. Who sent you, though? <laughs> um, Tom. Roll me a deception. <laughs> I'm going to have to have you do it with uh, disadvantage, too. Okay. 
Would I know? Fourteen. Would I, as as a druid, as a lover of animals, would I know anybody in the Spider Humane Association? Um, I feel like I would be a member. <laughs> I feel like I would be a member. I first could thing donate I, or a patron. First thing I did, as soon as I got out of the circle of ball, SHA, give me, I'm going to give you all this gold that I got. I don't know what this is about. I traded my twigs for it. I don't, um, I'm just saying, like, I feel like... She has a monthly check that goes out to the SHA. She's like a member. There's a real Sarah McLaughlin-looking druid that just walks around the streets of the circle of ball for just two <laughs> twigs a month. Your donation goes to help spiders in need. They're put in horrible conditions. They don't... Some of them are missing limbs. No one wants to see a six-legged spider, but your two twigs a month could help get them the prosthetics they deserve. Sure, you're part of the spider community. <laughs> you're you're a member. You've been given diligently for for years now. So then I would know someone in it. Maybe their name sounds like Tom, so that I can spin what she just said. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give me a uh, give me a, a role to to help bolster uh, oh, oh, Maxine's role here. What am I rolling exactly? History? Uh, history. Or? Yeah, history. Okay, so that's a 19. All right. You remember, it does sound like Tom. She jogs your memory. It's not Tom. It's definitely... Crom. Crom? <laughs> Crom. C-R-O-M. Crom. Okay. So I'm going to step up, I, I guess. I'll step up and I'll be like... Oh, Maxine misspoke. She meant Crom, not Tom. I know it's it sounds so similar. You know, she does so much work for the the organization that she just gets the names confused. But it's Crom. That's right, my dear, dear Crom. I don't know how I could forget that. <laughs> I see. It's not like Crom to send surprise investigations. Usually we know weeks in advance. Yeah, you know, usually that's how that works. But when you have a bunch of spiders that have been, like, murdered on your campus, you I'm, deserve a surprise inspection. I'm so gonna, if you can let us back there, I would really appreciate keep, it. Keep your voice down. We absolutely come right this way. Uh, please check your... <laughs> make, just check your weapons in the locker and we'll, we'll, we'll take you on, on a tour. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And what did you say your name was? Uh, my name is Maku. That's right. That's right. I'm going to pretend I'm going to rat on him later. Crom <laughs> <laughs> will know about this. <laughs> Man. See, I got this paper. He's like writing down all the bullshit we're making up so he doesn't forget it. I got this paper to write down other stuff. I did not think I was going to have to write down Spider Humane Association. Crom. Maku, the deep elf. Who knows who Crom is? <laughs> oh, being a DM's great. Oh, um. Listen, if you could come up with that Sarah McLaughlin shit right on the spot, like you, you're fine. You're doing you're great. Fine. Yeah, was, Deal with it. Okay. Well, so Crom helps you check all of your weapons. Um, not Crom. Sorry, not Crom. Crom is you're not right. here. Very specifically, Crom is not. not here. He's the leader of the Spider Humane Association. He has 
a tarantula-based problem that he's dealing with right now. Uh, so yeah, they had to send Maxine, obviously. Obviously. Um, so uh, Maku helps you check in your gear into one of the lockers. Um, is anyone trying to withhold any weapons from Maku? No, I think I'm good. No, I got the scimitar. Scimitar, however the fuck you say that. Um, Maxine does the thing where uh, she always has more knives. Like it's the, you know, the joke you see in cartoons. Mm-hmm. Oh God. So she's just picking them out of like yes. different places. Like, like a hairpin and like, yeah, things like that. She's just like. And then she's like, well. she goes to step away and then she's like, no, wait, actually. Mm-hmm. And then like reaches in like her boot and then. Yeah, that one my boot. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, my, my, this is, this is quite a lot of cutlery for uh, an agent of the SHA. Oh, would you like me to keep some of them? No, 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 no. Um, all, this is your business. Please, just um, if that's everything, we'll 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 go right in. <laughs> I'm stony faced, and I'm like, all right, let's go. And I follow. So you uh, go through the double doors on the south wall, uh, and you are assaulted by a. Um, it's so it's not an odor. It's not a perfume. It's a, it's definitely a, it's not a fragrance. It's just, you're assaulted by this smell. It's not necessarily bad. It's not necessarily good, but it also makes you feel kind of anxious, I guess is the best way to describe it. Like when you go into a cat shelter? Kind of. Um, It smells a little bit. Well, a cat shelter kind of smells a little you know. No, but it smells like whatever they use to clean and stuff. It's clean. It's not bad, but it's like there is a smell. It's it's a it's a very um, it's a distinct odor. Mm-hmm. Not odor. I keep I'm trying to think of the right word for it. Um, scent. Yeah, it's it's a distinct scent. There we go. And the, it, as soon as you you smell it, you're you know overcome with this feeling of kind of anxiety, especially Torah. Um, Torah would kind of understand what's happening that this is a pheromone that's in the air mm-hmm. and yeah you uh, are in this it's very dark and i know i've got two humans in here so i know that you can't really see i have dark vision <laughs> but i know that the other deep elf here with us can see yes i have 120 foot dark vision yep so you can see out pretty far you see that there are kind of these constructed caves of stone and uh, like a proto-concrete. And you can see some movement through doorways, but yeah, it, it's very cavernous. It's very cave-like. You hear skittering noises kind of on stone. Times like a hundred all around you. So you're just, Ooh. it's smells and sounds. But I know what it means. Right. Yeah, you, you, you get that it's a pheromone of ang- anxiousness. Okay. You're guessing from these spiders. You hear a bunch of spider legs tapping. Yeah. And uh, Maku says, "All right, here we are. Um, so where would you like me to take you? Why don't you walk me through what happened, the incident? Okay. Well, as you know, we have." Our brood mothers, uh, they're actually right here up against this wall. They, uh, they give us our, our new progeny for the, the spider silk operation here. And 
every few weeks, one of the, the brood mothers has unfortunately passed away. It's always one of those. Yes. Okay. One in every 1,000 eggs that hatches has the ability to become a brood mother, and we keep 12 of them here in this facility. They uh, give us the, the, the new spiders for the, the silk that we produce here, and um, uh, losing one is always a tragedy, and it takes months for them to be of the correct size to begin laying eggs again. So it's definitely hurt our production. Ah, interesting that that's the, uh, that's the problem, is hurting your production. And I like scribble. Well, you know, we, we, we also make sure that they are, um, you know, kept in, in the best conditions. The, each, each of their chambers is uh, tailored to their needs. Mm-hmm. Why don't you show me the chambers? Maku walks about 50 feet down the wall as he's uh, showing you everything. I'm, I'm sorry, do you all, um, it, surely you understand we can't um, have lights here in the, uh, in the facility, you know, for the spider's comfort. So I will, I'll do my best to, de- to describe what I can. And as your eyes adjust, you should be able to see some of what I'm talking about. I point over at... Um packs and I'm like he can re- or they can relay um what's going on I oh. trust them the whole time that Maku is is describing what's going on I just kind of want to make sure that he's not trying to you know deceive Maxine into thinking that you know something is amiss okay. or something that is amiss is like not noticeable do you want to do an insight check or are you talking more investigation um, You're trying to, I guess, identify his words, or are you more talking about his actions? I guess just, like, verifying what what he's trying to say. And because I can see perfectly, you know, I, I wouldn't have a problem being able to do so, right? So, yeah, actions wouldn't be a problem. So roll me that insight check then. Okay. Um, that's a 17. Okay. So you get the feeling that he's being mostly truthful when he was talking about the murder of the brood mother, the brood mothers, excuse me. Uh, you feel like there was, he wasn't exactly lying, but he may have been withholding some information. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so you can see right here, this is um, one of our oldest brood mothers. Um, Pax, was it? Correct. This is, this is the, uh, this is her chamber, uh, and you look into the chamber and you see a very large spider. It's about 20 feet from leg to leg, front to back. Uh, it's like Aragog-sized, Shelob-sized. Cool. Oh, she. And the broodmother is there. She is uh, actively laying eggs, actually. Um, cool. Gross. Gross. <laughs> If I knew more about spider anatomy, I'd tell you exactly where they're coming out and what it looks like, but I don't. But I don't. From their thorax, I'm pretty sure. The yes. bottom bit. <laughs> so, yeah, she's just pooping out these eggs right out her butthole. Uh, no. Uh, this is horrible. The the eggs are, are coming out, and they're coming out in um, clusters. Each egg is 
you know, it's about apple sized, uh, maybe a little larger. It, she lays about 50 in that go, just sitting there while you're watching her. And uh, there's just a big pile of eggs sitting there on the ground. Just imagine 50 apples just came out of a spider. Gross. This is awful. I love spiders and everything, but that visual. Yeah. So as you can see, we have uh, the feeding uh, chamber right up here. We, where our workers give her her food. Uh, so it's easy for her to reach. Uh, this uh, particular brood mother has been with us for, oh, 10 years now. I feel like even though me, Nicole, is disgusted, Tor is probably like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> the gift of life. Your <laughs> eyes start to adjust and you can see kind of the black and white Reader's Digest version of everything that I just said. All right, I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask him. So what security measures are taken or uh, have been taken to make sure that these brood mothers have been contained properly? And how do you get the eggs from inside their their enclosure? Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad that you've asked. Um, we oh, here here comes one right now. Um, you see uh, a robed figure coming up to the brood mother's chamber with a, a hand cart looking thing. It looks like it's a hand cart, but as you take a closer look, you see that it's not actually rolling. It's floating just slightly above the, the ground. And it has runes uh, engraved all along the, the side of it. And you see them come up and he says, okay, well, uh, here, uh, you can see it for yourself. And the robed figure comes up and stops the hand cart about right in front of the enclosure. You notice that the the way to get in isn't barred or really secured in any way. It looks like it's just open. It's about 10 feet wide. But as the hand cart gets closer and this robed figure uh, starts muttering an incantation, you see that the hand cart kind of slides through the opening of the broodmother's enclosure. And as it's going through the runes on the side glow, and the glowing bit stays as long as it's within the opening of the enclosure. As it's all the way in, the handcart uh, stops and drops to the ground, and the rubbed figure mutters another incantation, and the eggs slowly start making their way onto the, the handcart, as if they're kind of rolling on their own accord. It's kind of a weird sight. Uh, imagine, all right, you know bubble tea? <laughs> Uh -huh. Yes. Like those tapioca beads. Go on. Kind of yeah. looks like that. You know, like the, the slime that kids play with. Yeah. So imagine if tapioca beads were covered in that slime that kids play with. Gross. But it also had a mind of its own. And it was just kind of glooping itself onto this hand cart. Hate it. So, Maku, uh, who are these employees that have uh, access to this? These in these enclosures. Oh uh, well, they're uh, locals here from fellows. Um, this uh, is who is this? This is Mordak, obviously. Uh, I'm sorry, Mordak. It's just it's fine. Um, this is Mordak. He's a local here in fellows. He has some uh, magical ability, and he has been hired here to oversee the the egg transfer. Say hi, Mordak. Hi. <laughs> And so it's similar individuals here. Um, 
everyone is, you know, goes through a, a rigorous onboarding process and we make sure that all of their backgrounds are safe. They've never been apprehended by the mantles, you know, they don't have any connections with, uh, let's say businesses of ill repute or competitors. Uh, and if they you know, pass all of those onboarding procedures, then they are brought on. They all live here in the, in the warehouse. We can show you their quarters. So the safety of these spiders fully relies on your ability to tell when people are lying or are there other security measures? Well, um, um, thank you so much for asking, Maxine. Um, the building itself is quite secure, as you can see. We only have the, the one entrance here that you've seen, and then we have another entrance on the south. There are no other ways to get into this building. The building itself is warded against um, any sort of magical entry uh, along the walls, the ceiling, the floors. Um, so all of the stone is actually uh, impregnated with um, uh, we've touched granite. Have you heard of we've touched granite? I've heard of we've touched granite, but thank you. Uh, yes, yeah, so we have a thin layer of these small we've touched granite pebbles throughout the wall that blocks uh, any sort of destruction of the walls themselves. And that that's, goes through the walls, the ceilings, and the floors. So it is protected magically. We have our bodyguards, which uh, you have met one of. Yes, they're um, very smart. Yes, they go through the same training that uh, each of the workers does. That's encouraging. Um, I was like, ooh, I think I know how someone's getting in here. <laughs> so when, if I was to cast speak with animals, can, I, can, I can do that non-verbally, right? I can speak from my mind. I don't have to say things out loud, right? Are you, are you not asking Maku? You're asking me. The DM. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, as Emily, was going to ask if Nicole had that because I was going to say something like, yeah. um, obviously we have someone who can speak to the spiders yeah. for us. <laughs> like, have you go and like, talk to them uh so it does require a verbal component um Shit. but after you've done that once you've cast it um then you can speak with the animals um non-verbal any animal or just the one particular animal communicate with beasts for the duration okay it says verbally communicate with beasts but you know what it makes more sense if you just talk with them with your mind it does okay so while she does that, when she, whenever she does decide to do that, I'm going to keep Maku busy. Uh, Maxine and I will keep Maku busy with uh, questions. Yeah. So she can do it unhindered. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to roll to cast that Speak With Animals. I, like, pull um, Maku a little bit away, and I'm like, so tell me more about it, you, your exact security measures as this is all going, so that she is busy. Mm -hmm. I rolled a natural 20. Excellent. So he starts, that's a natural 20 for trying to do it stealthily? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you, you don't need to roll anything to cast speak with animals. Oh, okay, yeah, then I was trying to be stealthy about it. Okay. Sweet. So, I'm not uh, wasting that natural 20. <laughs> so Maku uh, starts going into the security measures and everything. He's telling you everything. And as Mordak finishes loading up the eggs um, onto this handcart, it starts levitating again, and it passes back through the 
the magical field that is along the door and Tora expertly and stealthily cast speak with animals. And uh, your your mind reaches out and you connect with the brood mother that's there. Okay, so I say, hello, my name is Tora, I'm a friend. Wild thing to say when we're here to murder one of them, but keep going. I don't want to be a part of that plan. <laughs> hello, little one. You look... I bet I do look really tasty. Um, Thank you. Come a little closer. <laughs> no, no. I uh, I just wanted to talk to you. I want to protect you. I hear that one of your friends was was hurt. I have no friends. I am here alone. Do you see anything around you? Any time that may look suspicious or... I have no idea what to say. Ask if if they feel um, threatened in any way ever. Yeah, are you are you afraid for your life ever? No, I stay in my cave. I'm here alone. I lay my eggs. They are taken away, and then I lay more eggs. And I am fed. I am happy. And I wish to feed upon you. Come here, little one. Uh, no, that's okay. Um. I'm just gonna go. Yeah, can she like with speak with animals? Can she sense if there are other animals around, or is this like you have to be making like eye contact? It doesn't really say. No, it doesn't. Um, just says communicate with beasts. Yeah, so yeah it's just, just, this like, is just communication. Speak with animals isn't really like a. It's not like animal sense. It's not like you can reach out with your mind and yeah. sense all the animals. Well, can she just in general think like? Hey, spiders, <laughs> I have some questions and like hear them respond to her. I mean, yeah, I guess. Because you said that there was like scritching and scratching all around us. Yes, there's scritching and scratching all around. So I'm going to reach out with my mind, I guess, and and say, is are there any other spiders that would like to talk to me? <laughs> uh, there is a resounding sound in your head. <laughs> oh, God. As... Thousands of voices respond to you. Okay, anybody have any information on the uh, killings of spiders? A majority of the responses back say, hungry, hungry. (laughs) Um, You don't really hear a whole lot of anyone being in pain. And you hear from pretty far away in your mind's eye, I guess, one of the spiders says, I've seen something. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> Come to me on the third level. Okay. They're going to eat you. Can I get there? You would have to talk to Maku, I guess, if you wanted more information. You do know there's a way to get up. There are ladders placed between some of the, uh, uh, the silk extraction chambers you remember from the blueprint there are five silk extra or no sorry six silk extraction chambers on each level but at the um the point where four of them meet there's a ladder up to the next level so is it just the brood mothers that have been killed 
Yes. Okay. So it, it's not just random spiders. It's specifically these ones that are being killed. Based on what Maku's told you so far, yes. That's that's the general feeling okay. that you get. Yeah, he details it in more depth uh, as he's talking to you about the security measures that have been taken. Okay. Can I, like, whisper to Pax or Maxine, whoever's closest to me, and not actively talking to Maku? Can I just say... We need to get to the third floor. You want to try and do that stealthily? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Roll me no stealth check. What do I have for stealth? Absolutely nothing. So that's a 12. <laughs> okay. Um, you are able to pass a message and it doesn't seem like Maku notices. Finally, when I need you, you roll like shit. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Which one are you talking to? Uh, who's closer? Pax. Yeah, Pax. So I whisper, I say, we need to get to the third floor. Okay, and then I go, um, I go to Maku. Okay, well, first, while she was talking to the spider, I would like to ask a question to you as well. Mm -hmm. Can I, as a magic user, tell how difficult it would be for someone to, say us, for instance, to put that box into that enclosure and do the ruins around it and everything without getting murdered by a giant spider? You want to do, I guess, an investigation to see how hard it would be to get the containment field and draw the runes and not be slaughtered by a giant broodmother? Yes, please. Uh, yeah, go ahead, roll me investigation. Sounds fine. That is an unnatural 20. With your current knowledge of the situation, you feel it would be almost impossible to not be horribly maimed or killed in some way by the brute mother. Great. So in that investigation, can I determine whether or not I would need to get one of those floating carts? So like if I were to put the box on the floating cart and draw the runes, then I can slip that under the brute mother and we could use it that way. Can I tell with that in my investigation? I mean, you could put the containment field on the cart and get it in there, but in order to draw the runes, you have to physically be in the room. I could also try to use animal friendship on it so that it won't attack us, maybe? Is that a thing? Because I have all these animal spells, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they do. Animal friendship might work. It might be a little weird when you're friends with it when we kill it, but... Oh. I think it only lasts for like an hour. Just saying. Um, 24 hours, unfortunately. Ah. I told you, I'm not part of that fucking plan. That is the, that's the only plan. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want it. So, um, in that case, uh, Tora whispers to me about having to get up to the third level. And then I, I go to Maku and Maxine and I say, so we're going to need to inspect all of these broodmother enclosures to make sure that they are all up to code for the Spider Humane Association? Uh, oh, ab absolutely. Um, by all means, um, I'll, I'll allow you to do a full inspection of the facility. Um, is there anywhere else that you'd like to um, visit on, on the tour? I can offer some more insight on. Uh, I haven't seen you all before from the Spider Humane Association, so I don't, I don't know of there are any questions that you may have for me? Um, I 
Emily has a question. Um, we saw in character, we saw this blueprint. Yes, you've seen this blueprint. And we know how many floors there are right here. Yes, you know that there are three levels of the spider pseudo caverns, so to speak. And okay. then there are five levels of the silos where they keep the silk. Okay. Um, everything else is one level, and that includes the magical equipment that processes the silk and the living quarters of the workers. Okay. So um, I say Krom gave us a, a pretty good rundown of what we're looking for here. And um, uh, from what I understand, you have three floors here. We're, we're just going to need to check all three of those right now. Oh, oh okay. Good. I'm glad to hear that you've already had a briefing of the facility. Um, if you don't have any objections, I'll scoot on back to my, my duties at the front desk. Oh, of course. We can't leave the front desk unmanned. Some people who may not supposed to be here could get back here. Ah, absolutely correct. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, if you need anything, just flag a worker down and they should be able to help you. you. There aren't many workers here at this time of day. Mostly it's just the the spiders spinning their silk, doing their what they do best. But if you need a worker, you can flag one down there. That is good to know. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll see you when you check out. Toodles. Farewell. <laughs> okay. So let's head on up to the third floor, I guess, if we're by ourselves. Okay. Is that what everyone wants to do? Okay. Yes. Well, Tori's got to come. Okay. So uh, you head up to... <laughs> I don't have a choice. Yes. You head to where the ladder is, uh, right at the uh, convergence of three of the, sorry, four of the silk chambers. You can now see a little better in the dark, and Pax can, you know, already see. But as you pass these silk uh, generating chambers, you see that there are hundreds of spiders, not as large as the broodmothers. They're only about 10 feet tall, mm-hmm. 10 feet wide, you know, 10 by 10 cubes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are being contained. They're, they're kind of corralled like you would think a dairy cow is. There's uh, hundreds of them in each uh, chamber spinning their silk, and the silk is being... Um, spooled on these um, magical turning devices. Every once in a while, one of the spools feel, fills up and you see a worker will go and uh, unload it and put it on another one of these hand carts that you've seen. But you head up to the second level, it looks identical to the first level, and you head up to the third level and it's identical to level one and two. So it's going to be hard to get lost here. Can I like reach out with my mind and say, I'm on the third level? And like, where are you <laughs> or something? <laughs> you reach out and uh, the you hear a spider say back to you, in the back, on the north wall. So I start heading in that direction, like pointedly looking at them, like slight shake of my head, like this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. You head to the north wall. You're up, um, you're on the, the wall that the broodmothers are on. You get up to the, the the north wall and you see that there is a chamber that's empty and you see that there's a chamber next to it that has a spider that's right up against where the enclosure opens, right up against the door. Cool. <laughs> and it looks like it's looking at you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tora would love it. <laughs> Tora's in... Cloud, on cloud nine right now, but like Nicole is like Bleh. Emily would love it. <laughs> uh, uh, ugh, I hate spiders. I don't. I wouldn't like hurt them, 
Uh, I, I don't like them. <laughs> um, so I say, tell me what you know. My sister was killed. Oh no. This chamber next to mine, there is a crack in the wall. I have seen that she was slain. How? There was a cloaked figure that came as if from nowhere. And a bright light flashed. And then I saw my sister fall. That's so sad. I'm so it's sorry. Sad. Weren't the uh, spiders killed outside of this place and not in the enclosures? In Maku's detailing, he said that the spiders were killed in within their enclosures uh, in other locations that he had talked to you about. There are other facilities that had um, the broodmothers had actually gotten out and they were slain in the streets or in other uh, locations. Mm. So this seems to be the, the most secure and largest of the facilities that have been experiencing these broodmother losses. Mm-hmm. So there's a crack in the wall, the spider said. Yeah. I think the crack is how the spider saw the other spider die, yeah. not how someone oh, got in. Oh, yeah. I was so, like... Yeah, the way that um, that first broodmother that you talked to on the first level was speaking, she did not know that there were other spiders around. And the way that these man-made caverns are set up, none of them face another cavern. So they wouldn't know. The only reason this one knows is because there was a crack in the wall. Yeah, the broodmothers wouldn't know. The uh, the broodlings would know because they're, you know, yeah. stacked like cattle next to each other. Mm-hmm. Can I just do a double check to make sure we're not being watched or anything? Uh, which passive perception? 16. Uh, no one's been around on this level that you've seen. If you want to do an active one, I mean, that's you can do that. Yes. So, like, what do we do? <laughs> I mean, I guess we just need, we need to get as much information from this person as possible, or this um, spider as possible. Or this is the one we take. That's so messed up. It's sad. I don't want to do it. Neither do <laughs> I. I. doesn't want to. Maxine would be fine. Emily does not want to do it. Well, neither Tora nor Nicole want to. What if we, what if we just figure it out? What if we just solve it and then we don't have to kill anything? <laughs> yeah, just solve the puzzle. Y'all are really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it has to be an inside job. Obviously, yeah. I think there's no way that someone um, has been going like to, I don't know though, because it's all these different facilities. So maybe the person that's responsible, The we don't even know this person's name, right? We, they, she didn't tell us. Did she, yeah, did she tell us? She gave you the code name. Uh, the Wraith. Oh, yeah. So then we can, like, maybe this, the Wraith guy has connections on the inside and, like, set it up in all these different facilities where he had one or maybe two people that were secretly working for him or maybe he's, like, hypnotizing them. I don't fucking know. But maybe we should, like, interrogate them. Unleash Peck's intimidation on them or something. Break some fingers. Maybe some kneecaps. I'll, you know, throw up my wall of fire again. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, I think we should decide what we're going to do in character. Yeah. I guess I'm going to reach out with my mind again and say to the spider, um, is there anything else that you can remember that could help me stop this person from hurting any more spiders? 
And before I heard my sister's cries for help, I heard a sound like a tearing of fabric. Okay. And then I heard my sister's cries. I'm so sorry. Tearing of fabric. Do you think it's like someone is teleporting, sort of? Like... Or someone got their robes ripped. Yeah, and that's how we can tell who is on the inside. That's fair. It's like how they knew Professor Snape was involved with Fluffy because they saw the bite in his leg. Mm -hmm. Come on. (laughs) Not the way that they thought, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah. I guess Tor has to relay all that. Yeah, so no one's around us, right? Uh, Pax, did you want to do another active... Perception? Yeah, I can do. That's a a 15. Okay. Uh, You see some walkers are, or some workers are walking around. But no one's watching you. No one's, they're just doing about, doing their business. Is anyone within, like, listening range? Well, Pax's vision goes out 120 feet and he doesn't see anyone really actively caring what you all are doing. All right, I'm going to roll for, like, whispering, I guess. Roll for whisper. Twelve. Okay, you whisper. And I tell them what the spider told me. And I tell them that I think we need to interrogate the workers to see if we can find out. I think this is an inside job. Okay, so we need to go find the workers. <laughs> Where do people work? <laughs> well, you know, Maku told you and the blueprints tell you that they are in the southwest of the, um, the warehouse. Okay, so we head that way. All right, so you all are heading down to the workers' quarters. Mm-hmm. You go down the ladders, um, you head to the west wall, you pass a bunch of the unrefined spools of spider silk and where they are contained as they wait to be uh, brought into the the warehouse transformation chambers and actually converted into a usable product. So you head past all of that uh, storage on the first level and on the west wall there is a door that leads to the, um, the transformation machinery that is all it looks like you're back in Gizmoburr almost, uh, with all the, the pipes and the brass instrumentation and magical runes and blue shining lights and everything. It's, it's very, very high tech uh, or high magic, let's say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is bright here in this portion of the, um, the warehouse as your eyes adjust. Uh, the, the door through has been... Uh, magicked in such a way that it is dark on the side that is the man-made cavern and it is light on the other side. So you can see the doorway, you walk through it, and then it's immediately bright again as you pass the threshold. And to the southwest is the uh, the workers' quarters. You see a lot more workers here. There seems to be like a little meeting area outside of some double doors to the main lounge area, I guess we'll say. Uh, it's almost like they put a tavern inside this warehouse just for the people that are living and working here. Can I actively do like actively investigate or percept while I'm walking through here the entire time? Sure. Roll me a perception. 
or investigation, whichever one you'd like to do. Okay. I have this dream that I want to make friends with one of the big spiders and then like ride out of here on them. Like also just like letting a bunch of them go. Oh my God. At the same time, I have this, I even came up with <laughs> literally just right now in my head, I came up with a, uh, a splinter cell group of the, uh, the spider humane society that really wants to liberate them instead of <laughs> just being nice about the humane stuff, kind of like PETA. And I, I'm calling it LASS, L-A-S-S, the Liberate Arachnid Secret Society. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. That's actually my real goal here is to just free as many <laughs> spiders as I possibly can. <laughs> Ride out on the biggest brood mother and like. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm going to make friends with it and then just cause some chaos. All right. I just, that's my dream. I'm not actually going to do it. That's just my dream. What's your alignment? <laughs> my alignment is animals. <laughs> my alignment is animals. Seriously, because uh, you're going to ride out on a brood mother and it's going to eat the first person it sees. So Not true. They're very well fed here. Not outside, they aren't. <laughs> they are well fed here. You heard that, brood mother. She's happy. And she also wanted to eat you. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go... To the bar, I guess. <laughs> I'm also chaotic good, so like I'm causing some chaos for the greater good. That's fair. Sure. Okay, <laughs> so that's a 21 to percept. Okay, you're just looking out for anything weird then, huh? Anything weird or torn robes or, you know. Your first impressions are everyone seems generally happy there are some people who look like they're getting a little stir crazy um, because there are no windows there's no sort of magic to make it look like the outside and from what maku told you everyone lives and works here in this same facility there's kind of a weird let's say quarantine energy <laughs> uh, surrounding all of the people here maybe that's how the bad guy got to you know, one of the workers by like, yo, man, I can get you out of here. Mm-hmm. Or like playing off of their already, you know, miserable, you know, feelings that they don't mm-hmm. like this place and that they have to work here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, workers themselves, they seem to be of, well, like, again, like Maku said, they're from fellows. So they're lower income individuals. Yeah, I probably promised them money. They're, uh, they're working for coppers here at the spider silk facility. Maku talked about the uh, broodmother killings eating into production costs or eating into uh, their profits, mm-hmm. basically. So now we can also talk about the uh, laws, see the society, <laughs> it's the Liberate Arachnid Workers Society. <laughs> All right, Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, anyway. Uh, You notice there are some torn clothing. You don't feel like it's... You you see more than you would see on the streets, I guess, but it doesn't seem like any of the clothes have been torn in malicious ways. It's just the the clothing that these workers are wearing. Tattered. Yeah, tattered. So should we, like, intimidate some people and, like, talk to them and then... Uh, interrogate is what the word I was looking for. Well, Pax, do you know Thieves Camp? 
Um, I think we did talk about that I would know Thieves Camp, right? Yeah, I allowed that as one of your languages. Yes. Because you can. No, you can't. Get it? Get it? Yeah. Uh, if you want to, <laughs> you want to talk to some people and maybe just drop some subtle Thieves Camp and see if you can maybe find the underbelly here. That would be helpful. Mm-hmm. So I can, like, Tora and I can go around and we can, or it can be the three of us, and we sit down at, like, is there, is there, like, tables? Like, are people, I don't know why I pictured a cafeteria. It, no, <laughs> it's got cafeteria feels. Okay. So are the tables full of people. So mm-hmm. uh, we can all three go to, like, each table and kind of be like, hey, we're just investigating the incidents that have been going on. Uh, do you mind explaining? And then Pax can say something where he drops a little bit of Thieves Camp that's subtle, and if they get it, they get it, and if they don't, they don't, and then we just move to the next table. Montage. <laughs> Montage. Montage. Um, I'll allow that to happen if everyone's into it. Chabra, I was just going to annoy them to death talking about the spiders. But <laughs> How are the spiders treated? How is it working with them? That must be so fa- fantastic. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Tell me everything. So, Pax, for your thieves can't pepperings, roll me a performance or an intelligence, I guess, to, to pepper it in uh, subtly into conversation. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 23. Okay, well, so... Sorry, 22. Okay. Well, that changes things. Worse. <laughs> so there are a lot of tables here, but at the third table that you are talking with, I mean, you've been peppering in this thieves can and no one's picking up on it. At the third table, though, not the person that you're directly talking to. You're talking to a a human, but there's a a dwarf at the table who kind of perks up when you say a certain phrase and uh, he kind of makes a gesture to you to, let's go talk over here. I get, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm smelling <laughs> what you're stepping in. I'm under what you're standing. Yeah. So the dwarf makes that gesture to you. It's actually a, um, a deep dwarf. Okay, so like from the Veiled City kind of dwarf? Yeah, uh, a, veiled, a Veiled City dwarf. His skin is, uh, you know, graying, and he's got reddish eyes and everything. Everyone that you've talked to that's working here seems like they would fit in in the Veiled City. Really, it's everyone here has dark vision. You notice. I uh, I nod my head and then I I look over at the uh, like a corner table that has nobody there. Maybe we can go check out that corner table. Yeah, that works. So you sit down. The dwarf comes over not too long later and says, "So, what are you looking for?" What can you tell me about the uh, the brood mothers? I'm interested in them. Really, you're from the Spider Humane Association. You want to know about the brood mothers, huh? How do you know about them? Well, I know what the textbooks say about the brood mothers. I want to know what you have to say about them. Oh, you mean here at this facility, huh? Yeah, they're they're well kept care of. You know, but every few weeks. For the last few months now, we've had one of the brood mothers perish. I've seen the bodies laying on the floor. It's not pretty. I lean in towards him on the table and I look around a little bit, subtly. 
And I'm like, the murders are what I'm interested in. Oh, well. What can you tell me about that? I might, uh, I might have some, some details for you, but um, I can't quite remember everything, you know? And yeah, he rubs two of his fingers together. He wants some money. Money, mm-hmm. please. Is this a business <laughs> expense? Can I take this up with the silver mantle? Yes. <laughs> he wants that coin. All right. I am going to uh, pull 10 gold out of my pocket. And I'm going to... Good God. You're going to ruin the economy of fellows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are so bad about that. Oh, 10 gold? They're working for coppers, right? Yeah. yeah they're working for coppers. Right. One right. gold, he'd freak out. <laughs> You're gonna get this dwarf killed carrying that much money around. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna whip out um, one gold and slide it over and say, uh, "I'm interested in what you're gonna say." He says, "I can't spend that here." He uh, <laughs> he sees the glint of gold and he uh, just as quick quick as you pull it out, he uh, snatches the the gold piece up and it's gone in a. Uh, a pocket of his work outfit. Don't spend it all in one place. Well, uh, believe me, I won't. Well, I will, because I can't leave, but... Um... <laughs> God. Anyway, yeah, so there's there's talk that uh, someone's been, been letting people in. It's hard to sneak someone in here, but someone's been doing it, or at least someone knows a little bit more information. But anyway, the Broodmothers, there's a I've been tracking it. There's a schedule to it. And uh, one of these brute mothers is is going to be killed tomorrow if everything tracks. Any idea who might be behind this? Uh, well, there's workers who might try and get ahead here. If if I had my guess, it'd be uh, one of these the egg movers who, who think they're too good to be moving eggs around. They think that they're the magic can be put to better use elsewhere. I raise my eyebrow and I say, how do you know that there's a, that there's a pattern? What, what do you look for? Well, I mean, when it starts eating into your wages, you kind of start to take notice, don't you? But when you lose a, bro- a brood mother, that's when your wages take a hit, don't they? Yeah, so I... I've been keeping track of when the brute mother's been dying to know when I'm going to lose a few coppers have to start saving up so I can keep having my beer. So is it like every three weeks? Is it like every, like, is it like every Wednesday, every third Wednesday? Or like, what's the, what's the pattern? The pattern's every 25 days. Okay. No, 26 days. No, no, it's 24 days. That would mean, hold on. He counts on his fingers. No, it's not tomorrow. It's tonight. Ah! <laughs> oh, no! I guess I haven't been keeping that good a track. I've had, I had too many beers yesterday. Okay. I'm going to put this gold to good use. Is it... God, I want to be over there so bad. I have so many questions. I imagine that you all are over there. Oh, thank God. Oh, okay. thank goodness. Um, so, these spiders... Um, when you say there's a pattern, is it just a pattern of when it happens or is there a pattern of which spider it is? Like, is it always like on a certain floor? Is it alternating floors? Is it? I mean, so far as I know, it's always been on a different floor. Um, okay. you know, sometimes it's in uh, the first one way back 
months and months ago. It was on the second level, second cell, and then it was third level, first cell, then first level, first cell, then third level, third cell, and then it's there's no pattern to that. Okay. It's just the day. It's always the 24th day. Okay. And they don't seem to be doing anything about it. I mean, they try and up the security, but who's getting in? How? I don't know. You got great security here. I don't know how anyone could get through. <laughs> how much longer do we have before... Yeah, is there a specific time that it happens? There's, it's, it's always at night. It, that's the only thing. It's not, is it nighttime now? It's nighttime. <laughs> it was nighttime when you all arrived. Ooh, we gotta go. <laughs> How long has it been since I cast that spell? It's been a while, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna have to recast it. <laughs> is anyone in trouble? <laughs> it only lasts 10 minutes, so I feel like while we're, you know, walking around or getting to where we need to go, I figured I could just reach mm-hmm. out and talk to reach out with your feelings tora we don't have any sort of sending stones or anything to keep in contact with each other right Fuck. i need spidey sense i was thinking we could each be on like one floor near the broodmothers and we could just call when something happened but i forgot i don't need to roll for it so yes it happens <laughs> i'd cast that spell you can reach out with your mind and speak with the animals yeah so i'm gonna do that i'm gonna you know reach out and say uh, is everyone okay? <laughs> you hear a lot of hungries coming back at you. Uh, and that weird spider chitter. Everyone seems generally okay. Of the hundreds of spiders that you're talking to. Be on the lookout. Something is going to happen tonight. That's good. That's a nice warning. A lot of them say, can't turn my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, shout for me. If you need help, especially the brood mothers. A lot of the spiders come back saying, there's brood mothers here? <laughs> it's like, I don't know if they know. <laughs> if, you, if you're an egg layer. The, the brood mothers are coming back to you and they're saying, there are more than one of us here? Yes. Yes. And one of you is in danger. And they're dying. Like, let them know. Uh, you feel like you smell that anxiety pheromone coming from the the cavern as you say that to them because they're getting anxious because you just told them that one of them's in danger yep which is fair great let them Um, know i i turn back to the dwarf and i i ask these levitating carts that they get the eggs from how many of them are there and where do they keep them i don't work with the carts because i'm not i'm not magically inclined let's say um Mm -hmm. see i work in the hatchery with the with the itty bitty broodlings. Cute. Oh, the babies. The baby spiders. <laughs> Is that Maxine? No. <laughs> you remember that the That's Emily. You remember that the the eggs themselves were like apple sized. So even if they are litter little, they're the size of a tarantula. Like, you know, but it's so cute because it's baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did Hagrid say when, when uh, Aragog catch? He was the size of a Pekingese. A yeah. Pekingese. That's a big-ass dog. Pekinese. That's not a That's big, a big dog, dog, but it's bigger than what you think it is. Uh, for a spider, it's pretty big. Yeah. It's bigger than an apple. Yeah. Okay, so do we have any other Oh, wait, he was, he was asking how many carts. Ah, ah there. I mean, it's got to be 10 per level, I guess. So I, I wouldn't think there'd be more than there are mages. How, what floor 
was the last murder on? It was a third floor. It said it's always different floors. So I, it's either going to be the first and second. It was third uh, yeah. floor, third cell. So now I'm at, now I want to know, has there ever been a murder on the same floor in a row? Or is it always different? Oh, you're making me think real hard now. You're really making me earn this gold. Maxine uh, stretches her hand out and um, like kind of taps his hand like, you can do it. But she also slips him another piece of gold. Oh, um, yeah, it's, um, no, no, nope. it's never been the same floor two times in a row. All right, so we know it's first or second then. Yeah, I can't think of any other questions. I think we should probably head, we didn't get his name. We should probably get his name. What's your name, friend? Uh, you can call me Vokek. All right. Maybe we should start going level by level to make sure that, in a sneaky fashion, to make sure that the uh, rear mothers are safe. Agreed. I'm going to turn around and be like, Vikram, was it? Thank you so much for your help. Uh, we... Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, if you ever get out of here, good. And then I turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I was wow. going to say, look me up, but I would never. So <laughs> it's like, all right, bye. Okay. So you uh, are done in the, the mess area. Mm-hmm. And you're heading back to the spider caverns. So let's head to the first floor. Let's see if everything's chill down there. You head back into the spider cavern, floor one. Everything seems uh, pretty good. You see uh, some workers. One of the other brood mothers is uh, has just finished a clutch of eggs, and um, one of the mages is moving it with one of the hand carts. Pax can kind of surreptitiously watch this person as you're checking other mm-hmm. uh, places, but everything seems fine. They take the handcart over to the northwest side of the, the cavern, and they go through a door, and they come back with an empty handcart. So these caverns are stacked on top of each other, and there's just like, there's a ladder to get up to the second level, right? Mm-hmm. So I vote that someone goes and stands on the second level to keep an eye on it. So we have someone on the first and the second level. But we're not, we don't have dark vision. Foiled again. Ha 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 I'm going to sit at the base of the, of the ladder. Like, so I can see if anyone's coming or going up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Do we want to be stealthy about this? Is anyone looking at us? Uh, every time you've gone past workers, they haven't really paid you much mind. Uh, apparently this is something that happens occasionally. Getting inspected. Yeah. So I'm going to sit and wait. I would like to be stealthily um, somewhere around there as well. So away from the broodmothers, but by the ladder um, to see if anyone's going up. I think you should stay by the broodmothers because you're the only one who can actually see them. So you all are on the first floor then? Yeah. Okay. You all are posted up for maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour. It's kind of hard to tell the passage of time. And Taurus, Tiger's Eye Necklace starts to feel warm. Oh, so can I cast, I'm going to cast the animal, the speak with animals thing again. Is it a cantrip or is it a slotted spell? No, I'm using some slots, but it's fine. I still have a lot more. Okay. I'm just using my first level slots. Okay, you cast speak with animals and you hear, it's a slower voice. It sounds like it might be one of the brood mothers. 
and she tells you something isn't right. Let's go, let's go. Are you on the second floor or the first floor? They kind of project into your mind where they are. You can see that they're looking out of the of their enclosure, but you don't see packs or uh, yeah, you don't see packs. Okay, so, so I'm gonna yell to them. I because I'm farther away from them, right? I'll just yeah. yell. I don't care about it. Yeah, I'll just yell. Second floor, go. Okay, <laughs> I'm going. Okay. It's dark though. Yeah, I'm going up the ladder. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna have to wait for packs. I guess I don't know. My speed's 35 feet, and I can probably dash if I really need to. Yeah. So you make your way up the ladder, Maxine, uh, and you are running towards the brood mothers, I assume. Mm-hmm. All right. Tora, what are you doing? So I do have the cantrip produce flame that I can just make a small, like, small flame in my hand so that I can kind of see in front of me. I thought the spiders hated light, though. Yeah, it's not too bright to wear because it's like in my hand. I can kind of make okay. my own little pocket flashlight. Like, okay. kind of thing. I feel okay. like you make your pocket flashlight. There are some hisses of disagreement that you hear in your head because you just <laughs> cast speak with animals. Sorry, I needed it. <laughs> I'm trying to save you all. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, so you make your way up the ladder as well. Yeah, just running through with this like little flame in my hand. So you. All reach the back, or the broodmother's on the second floor. One of them in the second cell is, looks like it's in distress. It's kind of working its way all around its enclosure, and it's avoiding one of the back corners. Tell me what's wrong. Tell me what you think is wrong. Someone is trying to get me. Who? Right as you say that, its back is to you, and you see what looks like a glowing dagger. <gasps> it is purple. The purple light Ooh. is uh, being cast on the walls and you see a purple dagger kind of floating in midair, just oh no. the blade of it. Oh no, oh no. And you see that the spider is hissing and you hear a loud rip as this dagger goes down through the air and you see a massive what looks like a tear hanging in midair with purple light kind of flowing all around it. The tear kind of gets larger and a cloaked figure steps through. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Whoa, Damn no. it, I knew it. <laughs> I was like, I've got some stuff I can do. I've got some stuff I can do. Okay, I know, okay. too. I wanted to like, I wanted to use Entangled and like wrap them in some vines or something. Hi, I've got detect thoughts. I've got banishment. <laughs> it's all very good, y'all. <laughs> yes, very good. So thank you all so much for tuning into the Village Idiots podcast or live stream, whichever one you tuned into. I hope that you had a great time listening. I had a great time DMing, and I hope my players had a great time playing. Yeah. This week's Village Idiot. Oh, who's it going to be? Uh, I feel like I played some solid D&D today. <laughs> I feel like you played some solid D&D too. However, you did have one misstep there. Nathan? Maxine? <laughs> you uh, used uh, a name that could be easily identifiable 
or rejected when you were trying to make your way as a uh, Spider Humane Association investigator. Oh, I said my name was Maxine. No, well, you said your name was Maxine, but you also said the person who sent you was named Tom. They asked me. Well, you didn't even try and... <laughs> you didn't even try and, like, skirt around it. You were just, oh, yeah, Tom sent me. So... I don't see a problem. I, I think that's gonna... <laughs> um, yeah, that's not so great. Uh, but, yeah, you all did play some solid D&D, so you all gain a hero point for today, Yay! all the RP that y'all did today. Yep. Talking to animals, trying to get information out of people trying to, you know, deceive people. Y'all did a great job. I don't know how many hero points y'all have, but you've got one more than you did last week. Unless you're at full and then you don't have any. Sure. So yeah, Village Idiot this week is going to be Marques Maxine Monroe. <sighs> Sorry, honey. She's just an idiot, though. I feel like <laughs> that's okay. So uh, anyway, if you want to reach out to us on social media, listeners can do that, right, Nicole? Yeah, you can go to Twitter. And type in at Village Idiot Pod. That's where you can find us on Twitter. And if you want to talk to me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. I'm at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't find Jordan because he's on paternity leave. <laughs> um, yeah, you were supposed to say that, Nate, not me. Uh, uh, how how much longer do we say that he's on paternity leave? I thought no, we were going to do we'll that like the whole time. This is the yeah, we'll do it the whole time. Okay, and you can't find Jordan because he's on paternity leave. I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have a website, uh, villageidiotspodcast.com. Tons of cool stuff up there. Some artwork, some uh, some things. You know, are we still doing the village idiots tally? Yeah, indefinitely. Yeah, we should. You gotta do the tally for season one point five. Um, cause I think I'm winning <laughs> yeah. and there's also a link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck cause we have a Patreon for just a couple bucks a month. You'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and what's what with Dilly and Dally and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us, and new episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, that's correct. New episodes come out every Tuesday. It is Sunday. Currently, this is our new streaming slash recording time. So we have now moved from Thursday evenings to uh, Sundays. So... Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope that you had a good time listening. Tune in next week. Let's find out who this cloaked figure is and why he wants to kill a spider. Well, I said he. I don't know. You don't know. You can't tell gender. He's got a cloak on. Um, you just use he again. <laughs> um, bye. 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 bye.